She's got the Hollywood hookup. Gossiping 24-7. It's the Dirty on the 30 with Kennedy. With Kennedy. Yeah. yeah. Dirty is a service of findmassmoney.gov. Jamie Foxx was overcome with emotion at the Critics' Choice Association Awards Celebration of Cinema and Television honoring Black, Latino, and AAPI achievements. On Monday night, he fought back tears as he accepted the Vanguard Award in his first public appearance since that mysterious medical complication back in April. He kind of disappeared for a very, very long time. He got a standing ovation. Uh, He couldn't help but speak about his health care. He said, you know, it's crazy. I couldn't do that six months ago. I couldn't walk. Hmm. Uh, The speech was 12 minutes long, so I'm just giving you um, a few of the things that he said. He said, I'm not a clone. I'm not a clone. I know a lot of people who are saying I was cloned out there. That was everywhere. I saw that a bunch. Uh, He quipped, I want to thank everybody. (laughs) I'm not kidding. A lot of people were saying that they, well, it's because you didn't see him. Nobody saw him for months. But that doesn't mean you get cloned. Can I finish? (laughs) And then they would be like, oh, this is Jamie Foxx getting out of a car. And it maybe looked like Jamie Foxx. So people were saying they were using AI to make sure that they didn't. So because he didn't talk about what happened to him. So people were right. obviously, what the heck? Sure, just doing because every we are deep nosy, dive. Yeah. awful people. You don't sure. have to know what happened to him. Well, yeah, they do. This is what I do for a living. So, but in any event, yeah, a lot of people said that. A lot of people said they were using AI. A lot of that. It's crazy. It's wild <laughs> that it got back to him. I want to thank everybody. He said, "I've been through something. I've been through some things." I cherish every single minute now. I wouldn't wish what I went through on my worst enemy because it's tough when it's almost over, when you see the tunnel. I saw the tunnel. I didn't see the light. But again, not mm. saying what happened. To well, he, knows how to, he knows how to tease with a story. We're <laughs> going to be wondering for years what happened with him. I don't know. Mm. I get your medical business, your medical history is nobody else's business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But God, do I want to know. <laughs> right? <laughs> what happened to you? I mean, and if you know, you never know if it could help somebody else, you know, right. by yeah. saying this happened to me. But the regular we'll speculation was one, was some sort of heart attack, right? Isn't I heard that stroke. The, uh, stroke or heart that's attack. That's why he wasn't being seen in public because mm-hmm. that something might have changed on his face or changed sure. muscular. Sure. And, well, and the, the AI of it all. Yeah, and, all of it. Sure. So. Right. But how did he look last night? I didn't Great. See him. Like a clone. Great. The story behind the hit film The Blind Side took an ugly, another ugly turn yesterday. Sean and Leanne Tui accused Michael Oher, Oher, am I saying that right? Or. Or, thank you, of extorting them for millions of dollars and threatening them if they did not send money. In a mm. legal filing, attorney for the family shared scre- screenshots of alleged text messages sent to them um, by Michael in which he calls them thieves and demands they send him upwards of $15 million or he would go public with their dispute over the financial earnings from the 2009 film. If something isn't resolved this Friday, I'm going to go ahead and tell the world how I was robbed by my supposed-to-be parents. That's the deadline. Hmm. One alleged text reads. Uh, it was $10 million, Now I want 15 after taxes, another reads. Uh, he continues to insist that they took a financial advantage of him, cut him out of the profits from their story. They took, the family... Uh, insist that that's not the case and they didn't make any money off of it so this thing is so ugly and so mm-hmm. gross and it makes me so sad that even the uh that was so seemingly altruistic in the beginning right isn't it even the uh i was it the director the producers of the movie even said like they they really didn't make any money off they this movie <clears throat> they know, didn't make so. a bunch so but in any event it's just awful and mariah carey's all i want for christmas uh, as you has taken the top spot on the billboard global 200 once again um followed up by wham's last christmas 
and Brenda Lee's Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree, which are number two and number four. But speaking of Miss Brenda Lee, she hit number one on the Billboard Hot 100 this week. This is the first time since the song has hit number one since it debuted 65 years ago. She is 78 years young, and she celebrated by posting some social media of her singing it. In fact, the last time she was on an airplane, she got up and they let her sing over the thing. (laughs) It's hilarious. So Brenda Lee is still around. She's 78 years old, living her life. Let's go, Brenda Lee. She's now the oldest person to ever have the number one song in the country. Imagine waking up and hearing that. How cool is that for her to make something that will just outlast you for generations right. yeah i love it i love it so what much. is her story i don't know i don't know too much about she, her uh she did the song when she was 13 you're kidding this no. is a 13 year old brenda lee yeah and what what i would say um like just digging in deep here is that during that time she was probably a contract artist at some right. place so she doesn't make mariah carey money off this at all she right. probably doesn't make anything mm-hmm. she signed a contract once and that's what she got right. i don't know if I had to guess. but Someone is making a lot of money off this song, but, but it ain't her. In any event, congratulations to her, and we just love that story. Did she have That's any other hits? Yeah. Hang on. I have her singing Blue Christmas in here. Did yeah. she do anything besides I'm looking. Christmas music? She was... One of the most successful American artists of the 20th century. The 16th greatest Hot 100 female artist of all time. Wow. She was uh, Billboard's top female artist of the decade in the 60s. Hmm. And she has the most charted singles behind Elvis Presley, The Beatles, and Ray Charles. That is unbelievable. Then why don't we know any of her songs besides Rocking Around the Christmas Tree? Because we weren't alive in the yeah. 60s. <laughs> Look, does it, does it <laughs> I mean, some... there's a lot of I'm big looking. hits from the 60s that everybody knows. Name yes. one. Name one. <laughs> I mean, I could run off Beatles yeah. songs, Beach yeah. Boy songs, the entire Chubby Checker, twi- Yeah, I mean, yeah. The Great Balls of Fire. I could track st- of her career was this one. Right. She did uh, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. She right. was in that one. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, this is. I'm just reading to Wikipedia. And no, it's no, really, really, fine. really, really long. <laughs> wow, I, I had no idea she was that prolific. What a cool moment for her to wake up to, though. Yeah, that is. I cool. dig that. Friendly number one in 2023, Kennedy. Yep. Mm. Good for her. Yep. Go ahead, sis. We love it. Carson and Kennedy on Mix 104.1. She's got the Hollywood hookup. Gossip in 24-7. It's the Dirty on the 30 with Kennedy. With Kennedy. Yeah. Dirty is the service of Shaw's and Star Market. So your Taylor Swift news for the day will be brief. Hmm. Okay. When Taylor Swift was at Lambeau Field rooting on her boyfriend's team, mm-hmm. at one point she said, Come on, Trav. Hmm. So now we all know she calls him Trav and he calls her Tay. Wow. And this is what I'm doing with my Mensa grade brain today. Did you uh <laughs> did you see the photo that Dumas posted from inside or next to the suite? What, of her standing there with a red coat on? Uh, watching the game. I just love that you're a Dumois person now. It kills me. <laughs> well, I'm not a Dumois person. I'm actually finding myself, uh, I am no longer Team Dumois. Well, I wasn't really for or against. Why? But uh, yeah, now I'm I'm finding myself not a fan of Dumois. Why? Because Swifties are not fans of Dumois, oh. so I side with the Swifties Okay, on this well, one. as soon as the, t- as the tide turns and something happens and she posts something, you know, whatever, it'll uh, be fine again. Her I'm PR person, Tree, as you reported, came yeah. out and said that Dumois was lying about all of this stuff She's and not lying should be anything. held accountable for the lies. Things. They aren't lies. She is posting the whole thing that she says, and it says it as soon as you go in there every week. Mm-hmm. And if you po- if you send something to her, these are not facts. But she doubled these down are and said... Because those, she felt she knew. Those right. came from inside sources. 
mm-hmm. people that she knew. Mm-hmm. So please, mm-hmm. please. <laughs> in any event, anyway, we've drawn guys, a line here for Dumois, Dan. I just, I will die on this Dumois hill. I don't even think a lot of people know who Dumois is. I had to explain I was to my wife say last that, night. But I was like, I'll just let him go. Yeah, my wife last <laughs> night was like, "Who is this dude?" She couldn't even like you know because it's written almost in French or whatever. Oh, it is French, right? And, and it so, doesn't mean anything. So yeah, so who, explain Dumois for people that don't know who she is. They're just like or the gossip girl are. of her day. Right. It's kind of like Perez Hilton. Yeah. But it's it's Very. a secret as to who they are. So yeah, Perez just wanted to be famous. Right. And she just kind of stumbled into this, I think. And the people who are in the know sent her lots of stuff. Mm-hmm. So also, uh, Taylor Swift will be on the cover of People's 2023 Most Intriguing People of the Year issue. I have no idea why. Hmm. Britney Spears' relationship with her mom. <laughs> Lynn is reportedly on the mend, and I am here to see this. It drives me absolutely bonkers pants that Lynn has not beaten down the door to Britney's house in the past however many years, but here we are. The family matriarch is really making an effort to be in Britney's life, according to people who know that told People magazine. Her mom does love her. There's no doubt about that. Lynn has been very apologetic and takes full blame for their strained relationship, despite the effort. Britney is still hurt because she feels her mom could have done more. Duh. Mm-hmm. But Brittany is enjoying spending time with her mom. They have a complicated relationship, but it seems that they need each other. They recently reunited at Brittany's birthday party over the weekend. Uh, they were joined by Brittany's older brother, Brian. And she posted a picture of everybody, which mm-hmm. looked really nice. I love to see her with family around her. She thinks she needs family around her worse than anything. So I didn't even know there was a Brian Spears yeah, until been, right now. He's very much out of the limelight. Mm-hmm. Very much. Did you, catch a, did you catch the story about her dad? What, did he get his leg amputated? Yeah, he had his leg amputated, I guess. Do I don't know. I why? Don't, I, it didn't say in the story I that I read. he might be diabetic. Mm, yeah, Either I just way, saw I just I'm, saw it like late last night or early this morning. can't say something nice. I'm not going to say something nice, so yeah, I'm going to keep my mouth shut. Mm-hmm. And if you can't do something nice, sometimes <laughs> you lose your leg. So anyway. And then uh, we spoke with Marcos this morning, who is the drummer for Noah Khan's band, and they played Saturday Night Live. If you missed that, you're going to hear it at 9 o'clock this morning. And I just saw a little story about the after party. Not a lot. You know, they only let so much out. Mm-hmm. But uh, Emma Stone's Saturday Night Live after party got the presidential seal of approval. Sasha and Malia Obama were there. That's cool. That is cool. Uh, they hung out at the Fet at L'Avenue at Saks with uh, cast members. They live on the West Coast, but they decided to hop a plane and come into uh, New York so they could go to the show. You think hmm. they fly Delta? I have no idea. I really don't. But I just love that they're just everywhere. I was funny. I bet anyone that gets too close to them at the SNL after party used to start to see like red dots. <laughs> <laughs> or just a really large man breathing down their neck. Some with an earpiece that's um, like, no, sir. That's, right. not, that's not a go. Correct. Emma Stone showed up to the party wearing the five-time uh, timer's jacket, which was pretty cool. Yeah. And um, she attended the party with her husband, Noah Khan, from my understanding, treated guests to a round of burgers. Oh, nice. While uh, Bowen Yang and Michael Che uh, spent the night chatting away with one another. so There was a funny moment. So I guess Emma Stone met her husband at SNL. So uh, I don't know if he worked there, was a writer or whatever, but they met on that show. Oh. And so she told the whole story during the monologue of her meeting her husband on set. And it, he's not really somebody who likes to be on camera. But for this, she thought it was important to show him off. And then they cut. And there is Lorne Michaels. She's like, yes, there's my husband. <laughs> <laughs> my son was like, she's married to that old guy? It's like, no, that, that, that was a joke. But anyway. And that's what I got. It was- Carson and Kennedy on Mix 1041.